Hello, this is UCI Chancellor Dr. Howard Gilman. When I'm not busy dealing with the regents of the University of California, I like to unwind with KUCI 88.9 FM in Irvine or online at KUCI.org. The opinions and views expressed on this program do not reflect those of KUCI, its management, or the UC Board of Regents. For more information about the show or other programs on KUCI, please log on to KUCI.org for the latest program schedule. Hello and welcome back. I'm your host, Kenzie, and you're tuning in to Local Love on KUCI 88.9 FM in Irvine. Today we'll be talking with Jennifer, the owner and founder of Dual Crossroads. Dual Crossroads is a place that focuses on energy purification, spiritual cleansing, and allowing others to gain knowledge through new experiences. It's important to note that though the shop was originally based in South Pasadena, Dual Crossroads recently relocated to a new location on Lincoln Avenue in Pasadena. Dual Crossroads has been an extremely fascinating space for me, even since I was in high school. So being able to talk about the history of the store, what the store provides to the community, and what goes into the business behind the scenes was a real privilege. If you'd like to learn more about Dual Crossroads, you can visit their website at dualcrossroads.com, visit their Instagram or Facebook page at Dual Crossroads, or stay tuned in to hear the following interview. Thank you so much for coming on to the show of Local Love, Jennifer. It's a pleasure to have you today. Pleasure to be here. I am so excited. I absolutely love Dual Crossroads. I loved the location when it was in South Pasadena, and I always made an effort to stop in during the South Pass Farmer's Market. Oh, thank you. I really miss being down in South Pasadena, but now I'm here in the Pasadena area, and I'm also loving it here, but I do very much miss South Pass, the community, the people, the customers that would uh, just mm -hmm. pop on by to say hi. Yeah, it's, um, and those were a great uh, four years, but now we're in Pasadena and we are going to make even more amazing years. But I am doing, just so you know, I am going to be popping by every so often to do either an event or what have you. So well, I'm not going to be gone forever. <laughs> Perfect. And I'll definitely be able to stop by if you're ever doing an event in that area because I'm a very texture and sight oriented person. It is one of my favorite things about being neurodivergent. And so when I get to see like crystals and just like wonderful smelling things and colorful things, it is one of like the happiest days of the week. So if I get to see that in an event, I'm going to be so thrilled. I would love to see you. I know that there's one coming up on the 17th. So I actually have a cousin that in my old location. So for those who are listening, I moved to Pasadena from South Pass. But anyway, at my old store, my cousin had a gallery, Sugarman Gallery. So I'm going to be over at her place on the 17th for one of her shows, showcasing my stuff and the things that I do. But yeah, I'm going to be there. So if you can pop on by, that'd be awesome. That would be amazing. Oh my gosh, I actually did not know that. Your family is making the culture of South Pasadena the most unique it can be. <laughs> that is so amazing to hear. And that's really great too about shopping local means that you are supporting like family. And yeah. in this case, you're supporting one family spread across. But you know, it's like, these are like mom and pop shops. And it's like, you're not like a Titan corporation. Like you're just like 
one family spread over the the city of Pasadena, and that feels good to support. At my old place, it was nothing but mom and pops, and I love that. I love the fact that my neighbor was Hodgins. They were the longest standing ones in South Pass, and they were there 50 years, and they're still there. Oh, wow. Then next to that was tomorrow. They, they've only been there for about two years, but the guys in there are like the, the nicest guys you'd ever meet. And then across the way, you know, I got my cousin. And then down the way, there's a salon, Maya salon. And every single one of them are independent owners. Majority of what I just mentioned were female-owned businesses, and including myself. And now here on Lincoln Avenue, Lincoln and Pasadena, they're actually putting a lot of attention to make this street more retail friendly, more customer walking friendly. The city's been working on it for a while. And right now, the one I know the most about is Perry's Joint and Highlight Coffee right across the street from me. Perry's Joint, they've been here for a while. They're family owned and Perry, he's right behind that counter. Like, oh my gosh, their food, so good. <laughs> Just the fact that we're still around mom and pop facilities makes me so happy. And I'm really excited to see what the city of Pasadena is going to do to bring more of that into this little neck of the woods. Absolutely. And out of just curiosity for the sake of the listeners that possibly have never been to your shop before, I was wondering like, if you could describe exactly what what is Dual Crossroads? Because we were just describing it as, you know, this independent woman-led shop. But for anyone that has never experienced it, I was wondering if you could describe it to them. We have so many little pocket of things that we do that a lot of people sometimes surprised to have a difficulty of what saying what we are but just to encapsulate it all we are a spiritual supply store um, we have crystals we have candles a lot of which i make myself we have different sections we have a candle section we have um, an item for native american section we have a wiccan kind of section we have crystals and then we have a christian section over my shoulder looking at that i'm looking at our pocket saints which are handmade by a lady over in New Mexico. Um, a lot of these here are artisan made as well. I have some necklaces that I'm looking at right now, so we have jewelry too. That's made from the hearts of gold. And the gentleman who makes it, makes these all by hand. And every piece that gets sold, he donates a portion of that to a foundation or some sort of charity. The one he's focusing on right now, focuses on um, getting awareness for women who during pregnancy have debilitating sickness. But yeah, we have a lot of different things. And now uh, we also have events and workshops and readers here as well. We're very tight knit with who we have as our readers um, because I am very particular of who reads here. And what I mean by that is I need to have experienced them first. I need to be able to say without any doubt in my mind that they are good, that they are brilliant, that they are amazing, <laughs> that they are accurate, and that they are someone that you would want to talk to. To me, it is no different than interviewing for someone behind my counter. So I'm very particular in that because I take it very seriously. But we are also doing classes, workshops, and other special events, especially now that we have an outside garden. Oh, nice. That's amazing to hear. And just hearing about everything that you're offering to the community, whether you handmade it yourself, you made sure it was handmade by another person, or 
it is a class or a reading that is offered to somebody. Like, I was wondering, like, how did you come to wanting to make a space like this? Like, the history that went into it and why that you felt this should exist? Because there's a lot of effort that I'm seeing going into this. So I was wondering, was it your personal interest that you wanted to make into a physical space? Or was it like this idea that this could be something and you could grow it to be what possibly wasn't offered in the city of Pasadena beforehand? Truth be told, it's almost a mixture of all that because um, I'm not going to be um, um, deluded enough to say, oh, I'm the only one. I'm not. Um, there's this amazing place called Alexandria 2 on Lake Avenue. Um, we now have some new budding ones that were more in the Los Angeles area, but now over here, House of Intuition. Um, they're, they're more than just me who's here. But just like how anyone can provide something, the thing is, no one can also provide you. Only you can be you. So when it came to me coming out here, I didn't go with the thought of, oh, um, I'm filling in a void that was not present in South Pass. I actually didn't think that, even though technically speaking, it probably would be good too, because it's, it's technically business 101. <laughs> <laughs> but in all honesty, what made me want to become a business owner to start this place, I got to say, it's probably from inspiration from my parents. Mm. So I grew up in a family business environment. My um, parents had the company called Marco's Collision Centers, and my father is Marco. And um, you know, I grew up with that and seeing and, and learning the values involved with it, not just values, but also the pride in it as well. And when they decided to retire and sell the company, you know, I went about my own way doing, um, you know, general work, if you will, um, with other company. But there was something in the back of my mind where I was like, I want to do that. I want to continue my mother and father's legacy in my own way. Um, the motto for that company was once right the first time. And also not the full model, but at least the concept being that you treat your customers like family. Right. It goes above and beyond. And just kind of feeling that almost void by them um, retiring, I kind of felt almost like I wanted to bring that back in. So mm -hmm. it was a little bit of that, but it was also where the desire to bring in something that I am passionate about. And what I wanted to do was focus on something that, again, I'm passionate about, and that was a mixture of things. Dual Crossroads didn't start the way it is now, actually. We were a, more of a mix. So we had a little theme of where the light and dark come to a crossroads, dual crossroads, you know? Oh, right on. <laughs> so we had actually a, a little split in the store. And it was almost like a showing of a split almost within myself, if you will, where you had the um, area with the metaphysics, the spiritual side, the healing side, the part that people come in need of something. Then there was the quote unquote dark side, um, which is more the Gothic side, my view, the fun side and <laughs> things like that. There was a showing of both of that. But as the store grew, it's in a continual state of metamorphosis. And I'm always listening to what my customers are showing a need for, a desire for. And what I saw was that while they enjoyed that um, fun, delightful side of the Gothic area, they kept showing a need 
not a desire, not an interest, but a need for the spiritual side. And basically two years in, I decided to completely retransform Dual Crossroads and embrace just the spiritual side because that's what the customers needed. And I kind of felt almost as if my store were a separate entity of its own making, which in a way you can sometimes say it is. I felt it wanted to be that too. So I fully embraced of nothing but the spiritual supply section. And we've just grown since then and, and continually uh, doing metamorphosis of ourselves every few years. I wanted to take a moment to remind the listener that I'm your host, Kenzie, and you're listening to Local Love on KUCI 88.9 FM in Irvine. I'm currently talking with Jennifer, the owner and founder of Dual Crossroads in Pasadena. If you're interested in learning more about Dual Crossroads, you can find more information at dualcrossroads.com. If you're interested in learning more about Local Love, you can go to KUCI.org under the Wednesday show schedules. Once there, you can find the Local Love show profile where you can access additional information, such as the Local Love website, Instagram, and a contact to submit your own guest recommendations. Now back to the interview. That's a great way of growing both as a person, like, and as a shop. And I think it also helps like the surrounding community as well, like metamorphosize with you because it's again, like input from the community that you're taking in and then making something physically change. And I think that's really amazing to be able to do and be able to put into action. And I was going to ask too, you mentioned metaphysics and I was wondering if you could explain to the listeners that might've never heard that term before, exactly what is it? And if they wanted to seek a passion in it, what would your first steps or advice be to them if they wanted to explore that a little bit further when i say metaphysics um i'm kind of using it as an encompassing term when it comes to things um because i know people would critique the way i am using it but i'm um using in a sense where it's involving and encompassing things that are a bit beyond the description in physics itself so in that sense i'm talking about things in the spiritual realm in the occult realm, in the lucid dreams realm, if you wish. Um, It is talking about things from ghosts, vampires, werewolves, and cryptoids to the use of sacred geometry, to the use of crystals and crystal grids, to fairies, to um, psychic projection, to heightened senses, ESP. All of that pretty much is encompassed with the topic of metaphysics. And I have been, shall we say, involved, invested in this field probably since all my life, but more dedicatedly around sixth grade. Um, So I've invested in this for quite a long time. It's not like I just woke up one day, oh, I'm going to do spiritual stuff. (laughs) No, um, when I was a little kid, I've always been intrigued and interested in this realm of things. But it wasn't until sixth grade when my uh, best friend at the time, she knew how much I loved this, um, these topics, that she got me this book called Unsolved Mysteries. And that was the first time in, in, in my uh, Catholic grown-up life that I was like, wait, 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 this is probably real. <laughs> and I've been hooked ever since. And um even all the way into my education growing up, 
um, big, big love for studying of religion, world religion specifically, philosophy and history. I even have a bachelor's in history and um, moving in with that. And I incorporate all that I've learned, all that I know into what I do. So why I brought that up is if you want to get more into the realm of things metaphysical, research first, read it up, study it, learn about it, read books, um, whether it's on Audible or Hardbound, any which way, even YouTube. YouTube is full of knowledge on so many topics. And just research and study as much as you can until you decide maybe or maybe not if you want to go the next step. For some people, that might be as something as ghost hunting. Others, it might be taking a path in a different religious or spiritual walk. It might be where you are starting to understand how come you felt so, for some reason, so drawn to the citrine you picked up one day. Any which way, research first. Having knowledge literally is power. And that includes this. And would you say for those starting steps of researching, I was wondering, did you carry anything like in dual crossroads that might be able to like initiate that? And I'm speaking out of this one very specific memory and I always intended to come back to it because I remember I wanted that to be my first steps, but it was a book I saw in dual crossroads when it was still in South Pasadena and it said candle magic. And I, I remember I always wanted to start with a baby step and I saw that book. So I, I wanted to ask, like, do you have anything like those like guides or books that you're thinking of possibly in the shop currently, or would you say take to the internet first? Either way, because I mean, you can get books all over the internet now. And if you want, you can always cross-reference through things like Goodreads or the reviews in general. Mm -hmm. um, Goodreads is a great source for that. Not many people are aware of it. So if someone is truly invested in the book, they would go there. I do have books here at the store. I intend to get more. And I do like the idea of people using a physical book. For me, I just feel that you are able to invest your mind and, and what have you into it more. You can highlight, you can make notes, you can um, make little things for you to transfer over to if you have a book of shadows, you can do that too. And working in with all of that. But research first is always, in my view, the best thing. Because that way, before you take the step forward in something you are not sure if you will or will not vibe with, um, that will assist you on it. And it'll also assist you to know, like, moving forward, like, okay, this is, I prefer to go this route, not this route. A lot of people who come here are novices. And that's one of the reasons why I try to make sure I always have books of how to or mm -hmm. history of and things of that sort. Um, there are some things I purposely do not carry solely because I know we get so many novices in here. And I'm not saying that, oh, that's a bad thing. It's just more so that's just me and how I operate. What I mean by that is like, for instance, you'll come around my store and you might notice I don't have a tarot decks. I don't have spirit boards. I don't have pendulums. And I used to carry those, but I purposely stopped because of the fact that I realized a lot of people who come to my store are novices. They're brand new to it. We used to get a lot of people who would come in and just start at it without the research beforehand. And because I would see it sometimes being misused or used in a way that I would be like, about, <laughs> um, 
that's why I took those out because I'd rather give you the education first. But if you're adamant, you're like, hey, you know, I know what I'm doing, then I have no problem actually referencing to you to other places that I know have it and have staff that can help you if you actually do need more knowledge on the topic uh, for whatever reason. Definitely. And we're just going to take a quick message from KUCI. The views and opinions expressed on this program do not necessarily represent those of KUCI, its management, or the UC Board of Regents. For more information on this or other KUCI programs, visit KUCI.org or KUCITalk.org. And welcome back to Local Love. If you are tuning in now, I'm your host, Kenzie, and I'm currently here with Jennifer, the founder of Dual Crossroads. And we were just currently talking about the history of the shop and why it is important to be in Pasadena. So I would like to ask you, what way has Dual Crossroads provided to someone on a personal, social, or communal level? Well, that's actually a good question because fact of the matter is, is that there's a lot of things that when customers come in here, there are so many different walks of life of which they come in. I get persons who are walking in just out of curiosity. There are those coming in with something weighing upon their shoulders. There's those coming in looking to resupply in their tools, whether it be of a spiritual nature or the craft or in between. Um, there are so many different walks of life. And one thing that I get a lot is that saying, I'm so glad you're here. I didn't realize this was in this community. So I've noticed both in South Pasadena when I was there and here in even Pasadena, those um, over here towards um, Altadena and Pasadena area, that there was a, a need that there were those within the community that were looking for something and then it is found. They were looking for something that helps them express who they are. They're looking for something to help them go over a certain upheaval that they are enduring at the moment. And that this path of what we provide seems to be the one that they're looking for because that's what speaks to them most, helps, helps them the most, and provides for them the most. Even to the point where if they're just brand new at it, having that inclusivity really makes me happy. Um, like I think I was telling you earlier, you know, we have a, a section for candles. We have a section for crystals. We also have a Christian section. We have a bit of a Wiccan section, a Native American section and et cetera, et cetera sections. And I'm even working on one for India and having that inclusivity as much as I can has been really rewarding because again, every person who comes through these doors has a different walk of life. And there's even those who come in, they're like, I've never been in a store like this before, but for some reason, I felt like this one I felt comfortable going into. So they're like brand new at it. Then there are those who are seasoned. And I love it when I get a seasoned person who has been in this for decades and hear their thoughts on it. It really makes my day. <laughs> oh, absolutely. And I remember coming into with the South Pasadena location like when I walked in and it was like basically staff, but then there was also people that were one, either new or people that were again, like seasoned with what they were looking at. Mm -hmm. I felt very comfortable coming in with absolutely no knowledge and just asking like, Hey, like, what is this about? Like, can you tell me about this? Like, 
what makes this interesting, what makes this important. And I always felt that that was something that was really significant of that shop is just being able to feel like included, even if you're not too familiar about anything, you feel welcome to explore and seeing that diversity within the shop in the space and like being able to develop your interest. And honestly, I believe a lot in the manifestations of being able to either make changes when you put your mind to it or possibly coming across something that you're in need of. And to me, I didn't find it as a coincidence to be in that shop when I was. I felt like, oh, something has brought me here. And I know that it's really good that I'm standing here talking to who I'm talking to and being able to explore all these wonderful interests in front of me. And so... I think that was something that was really significant when I first walked in was the diversity and seeing exactly like what what was being explored. So I could myself explore that as well. That makes my day. So that lets me know I'm doing what I am trying to do right. The thing that I want to do is that. <laughs> I want you to feel that you can come in here completely blank slate or completely knowledgeable of everything that you know and be able to just meld in and yeah. <laughs> know that you can ask a question. I get so many people where they're like, this might be a stupid question. And I always say the same thing. No way it will be. Because <laughs> I'm actually sometimes surprised when they say, I'm going to ask you a stupid question. I hope that's okay. The question they ask is never stupid. It's not. It is like, you know what? That's a good question. I'm yeah. glad you asked that. And, I'm, and I love it when people ask me questions, when they say, how do I use this? If I'm going through this, should I use that? Hey, there's a particular ritual I kind of want to do, but I'm brand new at it. Can I tell you what I'm planning to do so you can let me know if I should uh, tweak this or that? I'm like, lay it on me. Let's talk. <laughs> yeah, and like that level of like community engagement, I think is so important for, I think, any space as well. But the fact that you're really putting in that like effort to be able to be there and present and supportive of any community member coming in, like, that is amazing to see. And I was wondering too, like with quarantine and COVID impacting like a lot of smaller independent businesses when it first arise and it first really impacted a lot of people, I was wondering like, how were you and Dual Crossroads impacted once community engagement was restricted and couldn't really go out? So I wonder like, how did you face those challenges and like, how did you come out of it or the things that you've learned from it? I want to say I was pleasantly surprised. I got to say right now, like my experience, I feel completely blessed with the community that had engaged itself with me because it's almost like the community itself said, no, 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 do a crossroads. We got you. I, I don't know how else to describe it, but so many people were suddenly going to our website, messaging me on Instagram and inspiring me to even start doing live shows um, of crystal sales on Instagram and where the community itself just kind of all funneled together. And at that time I had staff as well and they were very accommodating of making sure like, okay, we're gonna make this happen. We're now going online. We're gonna have this. I want you to do this, got it. Um, I want you to help out with that, got it. And eventually, you know, during that time until they went upon their own routes, uh, whether starting their own business or, or focusing more on family or what have you. But during that time, you know, it's kind of funny, like I was stunned 
at the community coming together. And I saw this not just with me, like I saw this also with my other stores that in South Pasadena, I was around. Um, Timaro, Hodgson's, Sugarman, all the places I just mentioned, the Maya Salon, uh, Picky Jane, and Hotbox Vintage. All these places where I'm seeing the community coming together to make sure like, hey, um, I want to do an online order. Can I pick it up? Can we do this? Can we do that? It was, it was fascinating and really made me so proud of the community that we had. And I know I'm going to have that here as well. A lot of people have followed me over here to Pasadena, but so many other people have also now discovered us now that I'm closer to their home. And I can see that for them, the experience that they've had is now similar to what we had in South Pass. And so once again, I, I got to consider myself extremely blessed and that that's like the best word blessed to have the customers and community that has been part of dual crossroads. Oh, definitely. And kind of like just going back to what we were saying, like, it sounds like not only are you just like there for the community that comes in, engages those shops around dual crossroads, like you are there supporting them. And I think that honestly, like turned around and it came and it supported you, especially within the time where COVID was such a hard time for so many people, for so many business owners, that it honestly sounds like it was just a really positive turnaround of you support the community. The communities turned around and supported you right back. And mm -hmm. I was wondering, like, a lot of people have been able to learn, like, new things that came with quarantine and COVID restrictions. You know, for example, certain flea markets might be learning, like, spacing guidelines that have really worked or schedules that have really worked and have worked better than what the things have worked in the past. And so I was wondering, like, did you learn with operating your business, like something during quarantine that you are going to like implement in the shop in the future, whether it's like online orders or taking more to social media? Was there anything that um, you felt you could continue applying to dual crossroads now? There are actually quite a few, um, and you actually named a few already. Um, one being social media, being more involved, um, helping people to be aware, hey, we're doing this, we're doing that, doing live video. Um, so to the point where I would describe it like this, where some people in the community don't have the ability to come here in person, whether it is because of social distancing or it's because of distance or it's because of an actual um, emergency that's going on that I might not be aware of. Um, you know, everyone's got something going on. So by helping to bridge the gap of allowing them to be able to have access to me on their phone by, you know, I do a live video and Hey, we're going to, I'm going to be here and you just ask questions. I'm going to answer them for 30 minutes, you know, just something like that. And, um, you know, so doing that as well as something that I am currently doing but i am still adjusting and i gotta first mention one thing that's really helped me in business since starting almost five years ago is being um, adaptable so going with the flow um if i am engaging in this but i notice it needs to do that going with it working with it don't trying to be like no it has to be like this <laughs> and why i brought that up is because um i am at here in the pasadena location we are right now working by appointment only. 
And that is due to a few things. One, it was um, uh, something that I was going to bring in due to the COVID, but possibly keep on because of about two things. One, we're going to be doing a lot more of events here. A lot of engagements, a lot of um, whether it is someone wanting to rent the space out for book signings, yoga classes, fulfillment mm. sessions, etc. So during those times, you know, we don't want to invade in that person's time. But the second part, and this is what primarily drove me to it, was the idea where when you come in, it's your time. You're not going to need to share it with anyone else. I'm not going to have to say, oh, please wait. I need to help this other person first. It's your time. But as we've been doing that, I've noticed now that some people are, they though, though they do love that feature, they still want the convenience. So I might now change it where, okay, we're not by appointment. Maybe I'll just have us listed as closed during the times when we're doing sessions and, and let people have the comfort of being able to come in when they feel like it, when we're otherwise open. So while I have that personal touch that I want to give them, I'm still paying attention to, is that what they need? Thank you to anyone tuning in at this moment. We're going to take a quick message from KUCI. The views and opinions expressed on this program do not necessarily represent those of KUCI, its management, or the UC Board of Regents. For more information on this or other KUCI programs, visit KUCI.org or KUCITalk.org. Welcome back. I wanted to take a moment to remind the listener that I'm your host, Kenzie, and you're listening to Local Love on KCI 88.9 FM in Irvine. If you're interested in learning more about Dual Crossroads, you can find more information at dualcrossroads.com or on their Instagram and Facebook at Dual Crossroads. To catch up anyone tuning in now, we have just discussed the ways in which Dual Crossroads engages with the community, the support the shop received during quarantine, and the different lessons that Jennifer learned in quarantine that she'll continue to apply to dual crossroads even with the lift of the stay-at-home order. I guess that's asking for the last couple of questions, like, was there anything else that you learned as an individual small business owner and possibly advice that you could offer specifically any other women that want to pursue a business of their own did you have any recommendations advice we're gonna need two hours we're gonna, <laughs> we're gonna need a seminar session and then invite in other business women to share their thoughts because there is so much invested in that question. Oh yeah. Oh, <laughs> Try yeah. To over what we can. I know we're in limited time, like five minutes or so. And I know you got other questions. So I'll try to highlight as much as I can. Um, so when it comes to being a businesswoman or any person of business, um, whichever way you feel drawn towards with that, <sighs> Some of it is also just about determination, the endurance, the willingness to adapt and go with the flow. And I don't mean adapt in a way that would compromise your principles or your morals. Uh, that is not something you should adapt for. But um, when it comes to adapting, like I was saying about my hours, about the products I provide, um, listening to my customers and also engaging with them because while I'm still learning what it means to, let's say, be a leader, 
let's say if I were to bring back staff members, I'm still learning about that. I'm going to be learning about that. Even if I am 30 years of a businesswoman, you're always learning something. And that's something you need to realize too. Though you think, you know, I know what to do. I know what this understand that there might be a chance you might learn something if doing it or listening to it in a different way. And that includes even talking to other business people, whether it's someone who is younger than you or someone much older than you, someone who's um, probably just started or more favorably, someone who has been very successful, learning from them, um, speaking with them, and then applying that of what you feel relates to your business. I'm not talking a copy and paste here. I talk about applying knowledge that you've learned, just like we're talking about learning knowledge of the metaphysics before you apply. So you know what speaks to you best, what works for you best. Same thing for business. Also going out there and talking to people. Um, like when I was in the South Pasadena and I'm planning to do it here in Pasadena as well, getting involved with the chamber of commerce, um, going to my neighbors, handshake. Hello. My name is Jennifer. I'm, I'm over here. And getting familiar with my community and that goes even before you move in before i moved to south pasadena and opened my first store i went up and down that street met every single person that said they were the owner or at least even just the, the general staff you know just saying hey i'm thinking of moving in here can you tell me what you feel about the place and just talk to them um not as an interview but just talk to them themselves as a person and then, of course, there's all those other things, you know, make sure you have a business plan, a business mm -hmm. model, capital, um, a game plan for when it comes to starting a business, every person's a little different, but the standard is usually, uh, at least statistically speaking, it takes three years before you see a profit. You got to have a five-year plan, not a three-year plan, not a one-year plan. You got to have a five-year plan and know what it is you're going to invest in or not invest in what you're willing to do, what you're willing to change, what you're not willing to change. And, um, and I think the best part though, is also making sure that you stay involved with your business. Um, one thing I learned when, um, like starting to hire staff and what have you was balancing out between, Oh, I have free time now. Someone else can take care of this versus no, I need to still be here to be present for not only my customers, but also for my staff making sure that in case they're presented with something that they're not sure about, I can come in and, but I still want to see them succeed. I don't want to be too present. I want to see them be able to flourish too, but that's a whole other, let's see here. What other things being open-minded, you know, you're going to get a lot of people sometimes coming in saying like, Hey, I have this thing. Can you have it here at the store? And, um, choosing whether yes or no and the reasons why and understanding why is it you're saying no and is that something that either needs to be adjusted or is like no there's a good reason why we're not and it's this reason you know so it's having a solid foundation in everything that you do and then after that you know doing social marketing <laughs> and you got to be willing to make this be a 24 7 endeavor you don't clock out at five o'clock. You don't clock out at six o'clock. You don't even clock out at 10 o'clock. You're on the clock every day and every minute, whether it is doing marketing, fulfilling orders, designing something for the upcoming future, planning something, um, making interview appointments, um, all of that, it's all part of it. And you need to be willing to invest yourself completely within it. And if you're not, 
okay, is there a way you can either go around that? Like, let's say hypothetically, I myself planning to become a mom within a year or so. My priorities, I understand, are going to change. So if that's the case, what can I do now to help ease that change when that happens? Is it the appointment system? Is it hiring someone else on? Or is it adjusting my hours? I, I need to figure that out now with that plan. But then there's also the idea of realizing sometimes you can't make the plan. COVID is an example of this. Oh, yeah. So that's where you go with the flow. That's where you learn to adjust. That's where you're like, we, we're going to get this. We're going to make this happen. Whether it's getting a, a PPP loan or having yourself, okay, guys, we're going to be not only doing curbside for you, and this is something I actually offered, like, hey, if you're in a five-mile radius, I'll deliver it to you. Gloves oh, and masks, wow. I'm going to hand deliver this to you. And I did that. I called them like, okay, I'm at your door. Here's a picture. And I wait until they walk out and pick it up and wave to me. So I made sure to provide that service too. That's amazing to hear. Just everything that you've been able to put into the shop. And what I'm really hearing as well is like, again, it's not a job. It's almost not a career. It is a lifestyle. And it is something you are committed to day in, day out, just everything that you want it to be and everything you can make it be and I wanted to ask too this like do you personally feel like this shop in this space is an extension of yourself because you put so much of yourself in it (laughs) yes yes it's like it is the the firstborn child (laughs) when you walk in here you're walking into my heart you're walking into my soul now not every store is like that please don't don't misconstrue what i'm saying here but how i built my store yes you're walking into my soul here like um remember how i said when i first um started dual crossroads our model was a bit different from what it is now. We were metaphysical and spiritual supply store, but we were also um, Gothic side as well. Yes. That's because I myself have that within me. I have that spiritual side and I have that dark Gothic side. I'm actually, apart from doing dual crossroads, I'm a horror writer. Wow. Yep. I have published um, my first book, Demon's Prize, which I plan to republish with an actual publisher. Uh, they're waiting for me to finish my my second book, possibly to be titled A Cursed Soul. Bravo, <laughs> honestly. Oh my gosh, you're doing everything. <laughs> I have five more chapters and then I'm done with the second book. I'm hoping to God I get it done this year. <laughs> um, but here's the thing. That's my quote unquote dark side. And I have a big love for Halloween. Like right now, in my back room, hidden from everyone else, I have a wall of skulls that I'm making because I used to do special effects makeup for film. I oh, make wow. a wall, a wall of skulls for Sugarman Gallery, which I mentioned before, my cousin's Halloween gallery, I should say. So I'm making it look like the catacombs. So I had that part of me at my old store. But again, when I noticed that my customers needed that other side of things, I had the full embrace of that. But that doesn't mean that it's still not part of me and who I am and what you see when you walk in here. Like every piece that's in this store, I hand select. I have every stone in here, I've personally picked up and put in like, okay, I'm purchasing this. Same thing for jewelry from our personal artisans. I hand selected those, everything. And some of our sacred herbs and what have you, I personally grew as well. And those are very crucial to my own spirituality 
as well. So everything in here is part of me in a symbolic sense. Not every store is like that, and that's totally fine. You know, like I don't think I'll feel that way if I was doing the Apple store, but <laughs> but that's the thing. I'm not doing the Apple store. I'm doing my store, and that's how I am. <laughs> that's amazing to hear. And I think for our, our final question that we can wrap it up, I was wondering if you had any last statements or if you wanted to let any listeners know that if they wanted to check out Dual Crossroads, where could they do that online or in a physical space? Oh, they can easily do that in, in numerous areas. A lot of people love um, reaching out to us on Instagram. Our Instagram handle is Dual Crossroads. That's D-U-A-L Crossroads. Uh, so like the duality of the soul and um you can message me there you can text me there you can also text our number actually so it's now able to receive text messages um and that number is on our website dualcrossroads.com you can make appointments on our website too you can call me or you can just pop on by when we are open yeah, there's, there's many ways to do it. And also secret menu option. I've been telling a lot of people because we may or may not keep the appointment system, but if we do keep it, secret menu option, text the number. It, <laughs> Monday or Tuesday, Monday, Tuesday, Wednesdays were closed. I text me anyway. I'm probably here to well join anyway. <laughs> you know, just text me. Seriously, the appointment system is actually very easy going it's literally just to make sure that if we're doing a private event that there's no confusion and uh no possibility of me having to sadly send you away because sorry this is booked for the day or something like i said we're we're right now adjusting it so it's more accommodating to you guys but anyway you can just seriously just text me so <laughs> option even on our off days 5 p.m you got it <laughs> Well, perfect. Thank you so much for sharing everything, both with the history, the journey, and just everything about the shop. It has been a pleasure. Thank you. I just realized now the secret menu option is not really all that secret anymore, is it? <laughs> <laughs> Possibly not, but welcome it is. <laughs> Thank you so much for having me. I am still um, stunned that you approached me about like, hey, you know, I've been at your store. I want to do this interview. Like, it was out of the blue and I just feel so, I feel very touched and blessed that you reached out to me for it. I was not expecting it and I'm glad you did. The opinions and views expressed in this program do not reflect those of KUCI, its management, or the UC Board of Regents. To find out more about this talk show or other talk shows broadcasting on KUCI, log on to our website at KUCI.org or check out the latest program guide. I wanted to thank Jennifer once again for being a part of Local Love today. If you're interested in checking out Dual Crossroads or learning more about the shop, you can find more information on their website, dualcrossroads.com, or on their social media, at Dual Crossroads, on Instagram and Facebook. Once again, I'm your host, Kenzie, and you just tuned in to Local Love on KUCI 88.9 FM in Irvine. Thank you so much for tuning in, and see you all next week on Wednesday at 8.30 a.m. Hello, this is UCI Chancellor Dr. Howard Gilman. When I'm not busy dealing with the regents of the University of California, I like to unwind with KUCI 88.9 FM in Irvine or online at KUCI.org.